Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Anita, Kimberly, and Susan will be joining us shortly. Kimberly, I'm going to start with you. What is awesome? What is everything is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I don't know that I get one thing. Everything is awesome. I am deeply happy. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Anita, how about you? What's awesome? Um, What's awesome is I have gotten to take my dog to the dog park every few days and we have been having so much fun. That's amazing. And sounds so future self. Yeah, it is. And we just look at mountains and he runs around and it's just so fun. Amazing. cute. Oh, I love (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. All right. Well, I will get Susan's awesome when um, she jumps back in here. Um, but we are going to talk about inspi- inspiration, inspired action, how to know when it is inspired, when it's not, and what these ladies have learned. But I want to start um, here. Kimberly, what is the most fun inspiration that you've gotten this year? Or it can be fun, surprising, whatever you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still laugh about this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I still, I still kind of shake my head at it. Um, <laughs> So um, I became a Mary Kay consultant this year. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing about that is, is it was not even on my radar. Um, so I, someone said, hey, can I pamper you? I'm launching Mary Kay, yada, yada. I said, sure. Who doesn't want to do a facial? And so I jumped on and was listening. And then for whatever reason, it's like I was like, I just said, yes, sign me up. I I didn't even think about it. It was just so bizarre at the time that I was like, (laughs) why did I just do that? I don't know, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, that for me was probably the biggest um, inspired action because it just, it was um, not expected at all. It didn't make any sense at all. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love it. Anita, how about you? What is the biggest um, inspiration or inspired action or surprise of the year? Um, All of the above was quitting drinking this year. Yes. (laughs) It was was a surprise. It was inspired by a a series of things that happened and not even like negative things that happened, just little nuggets of information and little nudges from the universe and I just said, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to read about it. And then I was like, okay, I'm done drinking. I'll go 30 days. I'll go 60 days. I'll go 90 days. I'll go 120 days. <laughs> now it's like up to nine months and uh, still feels really good and like a positive choice. So it definitely surprised me. Mm-hmm. I didn't think 2020 was going to be a year of that, but it is. And I love it. Yeah. 
that's awesome. I definitely remember that call where you're like, I just decided to quit drinking and, and, you know, we're going to see where this goes. And it was, it was awesome. Cause you could tell it was inspired. It was something that you, I feel like probably had never planned on. Cause it wasn't, cause you didn't quit because there was a problem you quit for, because you were inspired to quit. Yeah. I mean, it's like problematic. There's, there's definitely a, <laughs> there's definitely like a list of problems that come with drinking. And I have experienced many of them in the far past, but uh, yeah, no, this was like the least amount of a problem I had in my life. <laughs> and it just seemed like the right time. Yay. That's awesome. All right, Susan, we're going to go back a question. What is awesome? What is awesome? I am being so creative right now and I have the time to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. That is awesome. Because it's been hiding for quite some time. (laughs) I love it. It's perfect timing. Um, so tell us, I just asked these two, what is the most surprising or biggest inspiration or inspired action that you had this year? The biggest one? Hmm. Well, the biggest one probably was when I was inspired to go to the hills and camp with horses. But then I just had one recently too. Um, yeah. Being inspired just in little things, but to do with the land and the hills, Um, inspired to check out crown land and to um, and I was really inspired when I hiked that piece of land because I was going to do a blessing ceremony, but it didn't feel right. So I didn't do it. I didn't go, you you know, come on, Mm -hmm. you should do this. I didn't do that. I left it and I went back again a few days later and hiked this other piece. And um, I had a, a, a thought, just, just let go of it all. Like all of it, like even here. I mean, check it out because I was inspired. I, as soon as I got home, I wrote down the number. I'm going to call them. And, but it was. Yep it doesn't matter where it is. Uh, if I'm the one who's thinking there's only hills and rivers there. And the thought was, well, then I rationalize it because, well, it's the closest to Winnipeg because it's only an hour and a half. And so it's convenient, but I'm going, but I think the universe knows all the places in the world and it can find me the perfect place for me. And so I really just, I have, I have so much fun when I'm out there, but I think I finally allowed it to just the attachment to an outcome of where it should be to leave. And I don't know if that's inspired action. It was an inspired thought. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely inspiration seeing it, right? Like, oh, you can be inspired to let go or it's time to let go and allow this. And I love that because I I actually had, this is the first time I'm sort of hearing about that let go of the area. And I totally make sense why all this is opening up because it, it has, even if it was 
us using the law of attraction. There's, yep. there still has been that piece of, but it has to be here, but let's control this part. Right. So I can see why there's so much more inspiration flowing and energy and excitement and trust even now that you've let that go. Yep. And I never put that together until yesterday, really. Mm -hmm. I think it was all, I know when I was on top of the hill, it kind of quickly washed through my mind. Yeah. And on the way home, I was thinking, but it never really, everything didn't really fall into place. There was just little bits of thoughts of this and that. And then when I started really thinking about it, when you were asking me these questions and I started thinking, well, what? what was that all about really? And, and that's when it came to me, mm -hmm. it was just let go of where it's supposed to be because it doesn't matter. It, it will is. be perfect for my family too, wherever it is. Mm -hmm. As long as it has hills in a river. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or a Creek. I don't care. It's just water, water and hills. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Amazing. So Kimberly, how do you define, or did you, do you know when it's inspired? You told us a little bit, it just was that feeling, right? Like you're almost doing it without even thinking about it. Yes. So I didn't realize until after the fact, when it came to Mary Kay, um, what I have since figured out um, or learned, I should say, is that if I have to ask if it's inspired, then it's not inspired at all. <laughs> Um, and within the last like two weeks, I've had lots of inspiration and it, I didn't analyze it or ask, well, is this inspired? Like it just was, I, I just allowed it to be what it was and played with it and stayed curious and didn't really even like the mind didn't come in into play. If mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. I just did what felt good. I, <laughs> I followed the feel good. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Which is interesting because I think even when you tell me the difference for listeners between when you ask, and now, you know, that means it's not inspired, but there is some element. Is it, this feels a little good or is it, I think this would feel good. D tell us about how feel good plays in to even when it's not like the difference. So and I think it goes into asking that question again, well, does this make me happy? Mm -hmm. I don't even have to think about being happy. I'm just happy and creative and following that inspiration. And it's, I feel good. It's like the emotional piece of it. The happiness is there. The creativeness is there. It's, it's, there's no forcing it. It's just an automatic. Mm -hmm. And it feels so different when you are trying to force it to be creative or, uh, you know, asking again, is this fun? Am I having fun? You, you don't ask yourself those questions. You're just doing it and you're in the moment. Mm -hmm. Does that explain it a little bit better? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think? Um, cause I want to give listeners. This. So when you say, when you would bring a question and you mm -hmm. in like, is this inspired? What was the was there feelings, but you, was it not feeling happy or good, but you wanted it or was it a should? Um, I think for me, part of it was trusting. Mm -hmm. um, I was um, navigating, trusting 
what feeling inspired felt like. Yeah. Because I hadn't felt it before, or if I had felt it before, I didn't recognize that that's how it felt. Mm -hmm. So I was still learning and navigating, feeling the difference between feeling inspired or being inspired versus am I really inspired? Because of the story of chasing things, Mm -hmm. I have lots of ideas that come to me all the time. (laughs) So, you know, it's, do I chase this one or do I chase that one? And I don't chase anymore. So it's, and I've, I've learned that when it's inspired, I do it. And then it's okay now if I set it down because I'm no longer inspired by that project. I just was in the moment. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Anita, but before the Enchanted Circle, did you, had you heard inspiration, inspired action, and how did you think that played into the law of attraction? I probably had heard it, um, but I don't think I thought much about it, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense because you're not looking for waiting on things. You need to go in the beginning. You need to go do that. Yeah, like I don't think that part occurred to me at all. Yeah. Yeah. When did it start or when did you notice like, oh, this feels a little bit different than what, you know, having that tight grip? Probably after the last MLM I joined and quit. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Then it was really starting to click like, okay, you're still, you're still grasping at things and not really listening to, to, is this something I want or is this just something I could do? And I have Mm. like Kimberly, I've got so many ideas. And I've learned to now ask myself, first of all, is this just something that I know that I could do because I feel confident that I could do many things or do I actually want to do this? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. And Susan, how did you, were you aware of inspired action, inspiration? Did you think it played into LOA? I think so. Yeah. Um, I have studied LOA for probably 20 years, but I would catch, I catch things away quicker now in the last couple of years, like of what not to do. Um, I, I remember lots of times in my life that I did follow inspired action and I knew and everything just mm-hmm. fell into place, you know, so I, but I yeah. don't know that I thought that that's what inspired action was, but right. I always knew that when things are like that, it's working out, you're on the right track, you know, mm-hmm. um, but now I can catch myself quite quickly, um, like even in uh, meeting a new person, you know, a guy, like I know, I know in the first hour of talking to the person, right. If, if this is, and I'll tell them Mm -hmm. and I got no bones about it. It's like, you're a great person. You want to be a friend. Perfect. If not, you know, this isn't for me. And it's funny because the kids, mom, you're too picky. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not too picky. I says, I can have it all. 
and I'm going to have it all. Yes. <laughs> because even if I don't have it right now, I'm happy. I have a good life. And, and I'm doing the things I like to do. And I'm going the places I want to go. And so definitely being able to catch that um, sooner <laughs> than later has, yes. has kept me closer to my path of, of being able to, mm-hmm. you know, step into my future self a lot easier and a lot quicker um, by just, you know, doing what you tell me to do all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Just gently nudging you back to the path. (laughs) And like, and it's just awesome having, I mean, you and, uh, and all the girls, like, I mean, that, that is inspiration alone, this whole group, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and these interviews, it just, uh, it just makes such a huge difference that I want to share it with everybody. <laughs> so you need to join the Enchanted Circle. Awesome. Uh. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. All right. Anyone have any last thoughts or things that popped up they want to make sure to share on Inspired Action before we shift gears? Anita? I just wanted to add that I've also been investigating, does this feel easy? Because mm. that has been a telltale sign of inspiration or not inspiration. Yes. When there's too many steps or it feels too complicated, it's like, no, that's not, that's not inspired. That's just me trying to how it again. <laughs> yes. I love that. I was just thinking the other day, like, Oh, this, Nope. There's too many steps to this. It's definitely not inspired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, my yeah, life is awesome. easy. So that's not part of it. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to give these three the opportunity to ask me some questions. So Kimberly, you want to go first? Well, I have two. Um, So I'll start with one and then you can move on to somebody else if you'd like. Um, I, I am curious to hear your answer. Um, Do you think you can empower others without being a coach using the law of attraction? Absolutely. I think, and I see you guys do it every day. Like, well, oh, I mean, it, we almost don't go any call without, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone sharing, oh, somebody changed a little bit. My husband said this, my kid said this, like my mom even, you know, said, oh, this. And so I think when you start to live it is truly when you empower somebody, um, whether you're a coach or not, I think there's, um, there can be coaches who don't live it. And, um, but it's that living it, no matter what the other circumstances are that, um, really empower others. Because when we, it's the same reason we do these interviews, when other people get to see what's possible, then they, they want that and they can follow that. So the best thing we can do is to live it. I love that answer. (laughs) I just want to hear you, hear you talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Susan. Um, how do you, how have you and your family grown through this pandemic? Uh, um, we have grown because I think we're learning a lot of lessons about, 
growing, not learning lessons maybe, but growing as a family on a quicker level, right? Um, because by technical terms, we're, well, we're not a blended family, but I don't know if that means, but, um, you know, we're come together. And so we've had to speed up communication because now there's a lot more communication when there's, you know, two times a day to be online, but all these assignments have to be done and there's work. And, um, my partner, she took a new job. And so it was a discussion about, okay, this, the school is kind of going to fall on me because to learn a new job and to do online school would be a lot, you know, or try to balance that. Um, and so it, for me, it's communication and learning. Um, that has been the biggest growth is the speed up of communication lessons. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Anita, do you have questions? I do. Awesome. Okay. My question is, how is your future self different in five years? Oh, um, I love this. We I talked about this on a recent episode of Manifest It Now, but she is um, more confident, which is something I wouldn't maybe have said a couple years ago that I would describe her as more confident. But the last workshop I did, I can see that. And it's not a, it's a deeper confidence. It's a more trusting, right? I think Susan said it in our last interview, you can't believe that, oh, like this can get deeper or this can get deeper, but it keeps getting deeper. And so for me, it's really an even deeper confidence and trust um, and even more allowing, which, you know, if I was five years ago, I thought, you know, I would look at my life and I, then I would say in five years, I'm even more allowing, I would probably say you're crazy. Um, but again, the, the further we go, the deeper we get, the more we get to let go, the more we can even see like, oh, I could let go here. I could let go here. I can trust this. I can, I can believe this a little bit more. So yeah, I love that question. Uh, Kimberly. I was going to say, or if you could narrow it down to three, or maybe it's just one. All right. What do you learn from us being our coach? Oh, I love that. Um, I learned how to be a better coach. <laughs> um, and what I really, and actually I'll take that answer back and replace it with trust. There is, uh, I learned to trust even deeper because you have to trust your answer in the moment. Right. And you, you trust what you know, what you, what I know about you all and, and that answer. And sometimes I look back and I go, Oh, I can't believe that was a question today. And, and I'll look at it and I'll be like, yeah, you, there's nothing I would do different. Right. But really that trust it. So it's deepening that trust in the moment. Um, that's one of the biggest one. Um, I'm now learning and leaning into this um, even bigger co-creation you know, there's going to be some shifts and there's going to be the opportunity to pay after you manifest again, which has, um, forced isn't the right word, but has allowed me to even lean in and trust, like, we're all doing this together. Whatever I create is for you. Right. And so leaning into that, that even if things change a little, or this happens, like it's all for you guys. Um, and the third one, what do I learn? I, I get to learn. I'm like, I love science. I never wanted to be 
official. There's too many like steps and you document too much, but I love being a scientist <laughs> without having to, you know, go through all those. And so what I learn, I get to see what works and I get to track the data in a way that feels really good. So I don't know if that's learning, but I learn the patterns. I learn to preemptively support the future um, Enchanted Circle members by, okay, five people have had this issue at this point. I can teach a little bit on it and help them get through that the next five easier. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, Susan. Well, on a lighter note, (laughs) (laughs) um, what's your favorite part of the day and why? And, and it's not coaching. I can't choose coaching like my six-year-old. My favorite, uh, when we do favorite part of your day, you can't choose the same as someone else's. Um, (laughs) 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 uh, My favorite part of my day um, is like the morning, just getting up because I love, this is probably why it is, because I love getting up to a life that I love. There were mornings where life was good but I still had to do things I didn't want to do, you know, there it was choices, but, um, and so getting up and having, getting to wake up and know that like everything is going to be awesome, no matter what it's, yeah. that's awesome. That's my favorite part. Yay. It's my favorite <laughs> part too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Anita, did you have another one? Um, do you ever feel overwhelmed keeping track of all our assignments and calls and everyone's stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this way, so I don't, I feel grateful. Um, I am blessed with a brain that was built for this, which like, so um, it has always um, for me, like mostly been easy to like, you said this by, you know, people will be like, yeah, I can't believe you remember I said that two years ago, or I wanted that. Um, and so that is actually one of the easiest parts for me um, is, and part of it is trusting, right? Like I will come up and not so much with you guys, I don't take notes, but um, an example of this is I'll want to remember, oh, someone said this about this or like a good thing that I want to maybe share later or talk about or whatever. And um, I rely on the trust, which is the same thing with you guys. I trust very much that all of that information is in there. And when I need it, it will come out like when I need. So I don't I don't take copious notes on your future selves. I just trust that I know her. And when I need when I need to know and remember, like from a workshop or what you said, that she'll that that'll come through. So it's actually one of my most fun parts. (laughs) Um, any other questions and they can be ones you guys added, whatever you want. Uh, Susan, did you have one? And then Kimberly? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I forget what the question was, but I had written down here or I thought when, oh, I know that's when Anita said about the MLM, when network marketing (laughs) thing. And it's funny because when, um, my wrists were so bad, with mm-hmm. and that was inspiration too. I had asked and asked for the universe to show me something, and these life wave patches came along, which is network marketing. Um, but I didn't care because I just wanted to buy it and try it for myself, and it is definitely working uh, because now I don't hey. don't have to have surgery. 
Um, but the, the business part of it, and I did buy lots because I needed lots for, mm-hmm. for three months or four or five months, six months, probably, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but when I only had one conversation with you about it on, on a call about the business end of it, uh, like, I mean, if somebody comes to me and, you know, or if I know if somebody has something, I'll say, Hey, I have this information, you know, and that feels good. To me, that feels mm-hmm. good to share it if somebody, if I know somebody, but it does not feel good to me to make a list and call a hundred people and go through all my emails and go through all my, you were on a call the other day, a three-way call with somebody and he's telling me all this, I'm hiking in the hills and I'm not even listening to him because I don't care. It, yeah. it, it means nothing to me. I, it's not, I'm not interested in it. It, that does not sound fun and easy to me at all. (laughs) So, but like I said, I'm always going to be on them. And if somebody is interested, I share it. And if not, that's, that's fine with me too. So that, and that was all inspired to do that. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Fabulous. Kimberly. And then Anita. So if, What would you tell someone who wants to be a coach like you? Mm. Um, I mean, it depends on if, like, I wouldn't tell them anything. I would ask them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would ask them if they, if they walk the talk that they want to coach on. Um, Because I don't, I don't know how to do it any other way. So I can't give someone, you know, I couldn't tell someone if there was a follow-up question or how do you or whatever. Um, But my first advice, or I guess what I would tell them is to just do what you want to teach other people. Um, Do that over and over, like keep doing it, whatever it is, keep doing it. Um, And, and let the path to coaching um, come up. And let, let that come to you instead of going to trying, okay, now I need this certificate or I need this certificate. Like you already have a gift. If you have any inspiration to be a coach, you probably already, I know you already have a gift. And so follow that, like execute for yourself, be your first client and your best example. And then let, whether you need a program or a, you know, to buy a, you know, email system or whatever, let that come next. Well, to follow up on that, I'm waiting for your program. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Yay! Love it. Awesome. Anita? Mine is kind of along those lines, but um, just geared towards your history. And if you always felt called to teach people, or if that just came as a result of wanting I guess, to start coaching? Like, did you always consider yourself a teacher or did that just evolve? Um, It evolved in some ways. I always thought I would be a counselor. Like from the time I was in high school, I wanted to be a counselor. So I love psychology. I love the human brain. And I think just because I didn't know there was like such thing as coaches, right? So counseling was like the thing and that was my path. I have my undergrad in psychology and I, um, and I, I have my master's in counseling, but when I started and I started getting my master's, there was this moment, like in the first class where I was like, this is too slow. 
Like, I don't think this is what I can do. And um, as of course, how things work out, there was somebody I was doing a, um, I have a machine that detoxes through your feet. And I was working on building that business at the time. And somebody brought somebody in who um, had a, like a metaphysical shop. And she had this woman who was coming in and doing these sessions, which were energetically shifting your thoughts and beliefs. And she couldn't tell me what she did. She was like, you just have to do it. And I was like, okay. And that shifted things a lot quicker. And so that start, I finished getting my master's because I wanted it for other reasons, but that opened me up to other things, which continued to open me up. And then I realized like coaching was a thing. Um, and so I always wanted to do something in that field, but I didn't know it would look like this. I had no, I couldn't have imagined it would be as good as this at that moment in time. That was a fun question. Thank you. Uh, any other questions as we wrap up today? Burning follow-ups? Perfect. Well, Kimberly. I just want to say thank you. Um, I love the Enchanted Circle and the women that are in there, Susan and Anita that are on here tonight. Um, it has truly blessed and changed my life and I'm forever grateful. Yay. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Me too. Wouldn't be anywhere else, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I'm so glad you're here. Same Anita. I'm so glad that you guys are here because you're what, you're what makes it. So thank you. And thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to come back and check out next week's interview. I love helping people manifest money because when you're learning to use the law of attraction, money is such a great tool. It gives such instant feedback. There's so many opportunities to see how the energy is flowing through you and where you might be getting tripped up or not allowing it to come in. So if you've had trouble manifesting in the past, you might want to use money as a way to learn how to use the law of attraction. Now, I have helped thousands of people manifest millions of dollars using my system Manifest 10K. And now I would love to invite you to join me complimentary and pay based on your success. You heard me right. You can join, get access to my very successful program, the Enchanted Circle, and most of all, my coaching for when you get stuck. And then you can pay me 10% of what you manifest after you're successful. If this sounds good to you, go to payafteryoumanifest.com to apply. That's payafteryoumanifest.com. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.